Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity line. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning cup of murder. Not everyone can leave prison reformed. On March 2, 1993, a man was sentenced for crimes he committed while being praised as the model prisoner. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Jerome Dennis, born December 14, 1966, was the seventh of nine children raised in Newark by his mother. He had his first run-in with police at the age of just 11, but due in large part to his youth, he was never formally charged with any of the crimes. Dropping out of school entirely in the seventh grade, his crimes began escalating from minor thefts to brutal rapes. On November 6, 1981, at 14 years old, Jerome and his brother William committed a rape in the downtown area, and when finished with their victim, they traveled to Military Park where they stopped at a payphone and reported the incident. Not only did they give up their identity, but over the course of the hour-long phone call, they gave the details, bragged, allowed a trace, and only got off the line when the officers arrived and placed handcuffs on their wrists. Once in custody, the boys admitted to two more rapes that they claimed occurred in October. Charged as adults, when brought to their joint trial, the boys' own father testified as part of the prosecution. In December of 1981, Jerome was convicted of rape false imprisonment, and armed robbery, and was sentenced to 30 years in prison with a minimum of 10 years served. Taking up baking while behind bars and attending vocational cooking classes, as well as Bible study group, in early October of 1991, Jerome was granted early release and on November 19th was officially paroled. Seeming like he was going to make something of his freedom, having been described as the model prisoner and parolee, He moved to a home in East Orange, New Jersey, and was hired at the Pleasant Dale Bakery as a porter. According to the executive director of the state parole board at the time, while some inmates on parole show clear signs that there is trouble just waiting to happen, when looking at Jerome's files, they found nothing worrisome and felt confident that he was going to be one of the successes. That was until he shocked everyone when, in 1992, he was charged with four rapes, and five murders. Within just two months of his release, 
On December 12, 1991, Jerome attacked 26-year-old Zelda Bailey, and though injured, he left her alive and able to walk away from her brutal attack. But just four days later, when he did the same to 41-year-old Robin Carter, he decided to take it a step further and strangled the woman to death after her rape. Her body was discovered the very next day. Two months later, on February 15, 1992, he abducted 30-year-old Elizabeth Clenore, who was just returning from a local McDonald's where she had applied for a job. He raped her and then bludgeoned her to death before leaving her body in an abandoned house. Six days later, February 21st, he attacked 30-year-old Stephanie Alston, fatally stabbed her to death, and dumped her body just 50 yards away from Elizabeth's. And the very next day, he attacked 23-year-old Khadijah Harris, who thankfully survived the harrowing ordeal. On April 10th, 1992, 16-year-old Jamila Jones, who was out with friends, decided to head back home around nightfall just to be safe. Six hours away from her house, Jerome attacked the young teen, raped her, and then stabbed her to death before tossing her body off the pedestrian overpass. Her body, along with those of Elizabeth Clenor, Stephanie Alston, and 14-year-old Shakia Hedgespeth were all found over the next few days, all within blocks of one another. Determining that all must have been the victim of the same vicious serial killer, both the Newark Police Department and the East Orange Department, though they knew of parolee Jerome Dennis's criminal history, failed to initially connect him to the cases, but did publicly announce that there was an active serial killer in the area that was being investigated. Females were advised not to go anywhere unattended, and patrol cars were in constant rotation around the cities. Soon, panic grew to an all-time high, and to try and provide some comfort, the FBI joined the investigation as the media created fear-inducing headlines about crimes that were uncharted territory for the residents in the area. Community meetings were held, flyers were passed out, and self-defense classes reached a record high attendances. All the while, Jerome Dennis continued his work at the bakery, as if he was still that well-behaved and reformed former criminal. It wasn't long, though, until the rape on his record made him a person of interest. And after some time, Jerome's blood, hair, and saliva samples were all sent in for investigation, while detectives set up a photo lineup to show the two surviving victims. Both women pointed to Jerome Dennis and said that he was the man who brutally raped them. Arrested on April 13, 1992, Jerome was charged with 35 felonies that included rape, robbery, assault, kidnapping, one count of manslaughter, and four counts of murder. Held on a $2 million bail, with him securely in custody, Newark officials held a public meeting where over 250 people showed up to ask them questions. Many, it seemed, were worried that the speedy arrest was done to ease their fears, but that maybe they had the wrong man. Officials refused to comment on motive or how the victims were selected, as well as other important links, but they did say that all of the victims, like Jerome himself, were young and black. Assuring the public that Jerome was, quote, not just plucked out of thin air, the prosecutors rebuffed all questions that went beyond the identity of their suspect, and victims. But many did learn that Jerome was on parole at the time of the murders and began questioning how much the parolee was truly being monitored. 
Jerome, who in one breath claimed that he was innocent and in another confessed to each of the murders, ended up pleading guilty to the 13 charges against him on February 27th, 1993. This plea included the murders of Robin Carter, Elizabeth Klenner, Stephanie Alston, Jamila Jones, and Shakia Hedgepeth. Two counts of aggravated sexual assault, one count of aggravated assault, one count of armed robbery, two counts of criminal restraint, and one count of parole violation. All of the others were dropped, and on March 2, 1993, he was officially sentenced to three concurrent life terms. He will be eligible for parole in 2052 when he is 85 years old. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 3rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.